to the Comply Podcast. The state of marketing compliance and regulation is evolving faster than ever, especially for those in the consumer finance space. I'm your host, Ashley from PerformLine, and on this show, I sit down with the biggest names in marketing, compliance, regulations, and innovation as they share their playbooks to help you take your compliance practice to the next level. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to our very first episode of the Comply Podcast. In recent years, there's been an increased regulatory focus on fair lending, specifically from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. The Bureau recently announced changes to its supervisory operations to better protect families and communities from illegal discrimination, including situations where fair lending laws may not apply, making fair lending compliance as important as ever. This week, I sat down with Rhonda McGill, Senior Director of Client Solutions at PerformLine, as we discussed how organizations can take a proactive approach to fair lending compliance instead of a reactive one. Rhonda has over 20 years of experience in the housing and mortgage industry, including development, home buyer education, and marketing and licensing compliance. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, Rhonda. Thanks hey. so much for joining us today. Today, we're continuing the conversation around fair lending, a topic that's been popping up more recently in the past year, and it sounds like we can expect it to continue to be a hot topic throughout this year as well. So let's dive right in. What are some ways lenders are being proactive to get out ahead of potential fair lending risk? So a lot of the folks that I'm talking to out there are really focusing on the you know, the basics, you know, updating their fair lending policy statements um, and just kind of reviewing it often because things change within the business. So people really are um, taking the time to really stay on top of what's happening and updating those policies. And then they're also having more trainings. I've seen more people asking about who's doing trainings for fair lending and who does a good training. So fair lending trainings for the employees, and the officers of the company and the board members, and just making sure that there's a training that's focusing on, um, you know, avoiding those unconscious bias because there's, you know, nobody intends to do things the wrong way, but sometimes you can slip up and things can go wrong. And then I would also say that monitoring for um, compliance with the fair lending policies and procedures in hand is a very important thing for folks to do because, it's one thing to monitor and to, you know, stay on top of your fair lending program, but is it aligned with those policies? And so a lot of folks are really trying to make sure that they're focusing on, are we, as as our, a few of our friends um, would say, you know, are we doing what we say we're going to do? Um, and then also just the staying on top of the uh, marketing, you know, do a regular assessment of your marketing. I mean, most folks are already are doing a really good job as it applies to reviewing the marketing, but are you really assessing the marketing and understanding the sources for um, the marketing um, campaigns? Where are those things coming from? What are the um, different, you know, the different algorithms and the, you know, what points are you using data points in order to determine who you're marketing to? Absolutely. I feel like the word algorithm has come up more and more often as well for people to like, pay attention to. I know. It's becoming a part of the English language. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
<laughs> what about specifically targeting underserved areas for advertising or for lead gen purposes? You know what? This is one of those areas, again, that I would just say that if you're targeting, it's important that you're not excluding. Um, there, You can't exclude groups based on personal characteristics. So you have to make sure that with advertisement that you're not just doing advertisements that are based on personal interests or behaviors, because even though there may not be an intentional um, bias, there definitely could, one could occur as a result of how you're targeting your marketing. So it's just really making sure that you are all inclusive when it comes down to um, targeting, doing your targeted marketing. Absolutely. So what are some things you did at your former companies to get out ahead of these potential fair lending risks? Training, training, training. <laughs> um, training is required at all levels. And again, I can't say it enough, even at the board level. They need to understand the importance of fair lending and making sure that the company is armed with a very solid fair lending program. Um, monitoring for those complaints and those calls and understanding what people are saying when they're when they're calling in that if there if there's is a complaint and digging in and understanding why you know what caused that complaint to come through and is it a fair lending reason um, and if it is jump on it you can't just um, brush it under the rug because an examiner regulator is going to come through and they're going to they're going to find it and they're going to want to know why and they're going to start digging and they're going to start probing and it could cause you some some pains aches and pains and you don't want that and um just uh, one of the bigger things that folks um need to do a little bit more and to get a little bit better at is understanding what's happening um as it applies to social media what is your social media policy for your company? Um, and making sure that there's a compliance process to track social media. What are some of the different things that are happening on the social media space? Who's posting what? Um, and being in control of your brand. Um, just controlling that messaging and making sure that you work marketing and compliance work hand in hand. It's not a us and them, it's a us. And um, they have to work collaboratively together in order to make sure that they're looking out for the betterment of the business because you can't grow if you're out of business or you're getting so many fines, you can't stay in business. So we wanna make sure that you know folks are arming themselves with all the protections and that more often than not, compliance and marketing are working together. And just um, understanding um, just what are your vendors doing? A lot of folks use third-party vendors um, that are doing uh, marketing, uh, affiliate marketing and things like that. And if, if it's out there, you're responsible for it if your brand is attached to it. So staying close to what's happening in the space and um, just being being all over your um, your brand and taking good care of it. Yeah, absolutely. And it feels like every day there's a new, you know, social media channel folks are using. I know we've heard the term TikTok <laughs> and money using that more and more. Well, someone was asking about TikTok the other day. They were like, well, do you guys do TikToks? And I was like, if our marketing team asks me to do TikToks, <laughs> you have been warned. <laughs> I love that. I'm not TikToking. <laughs> That'll be our new initiative. <laughs> the new initiative. You got me. You got me for a podcast, but you're not going to get me for a TikTok. 
<laughs> not yet. Not, not, yet, yet. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> awesome. So finally, what are just some other considerations lenders need to keep in mind when thinking about fair lending? Just staying on top of all of the um, the testing and the you know reporting and uh, making sure that you're monitoring um, just just understanding the whole scope of all things fair lending, regularly um, digging in and testing and peeling back the layers and just making sure that everything that you're doing um, as it applies as it applies to providing your product is um, really focusing on being all-inclusive. Um, I would just um, also one of the big um, focuses in this year, maybe because I'm re- wearing red today, is redlining. Um, <laughs> but avoiding the risks of redlining and um, just understanding the geographic filters in use and um, just don't put constraints on the customer and just um, by making assumptions about what products that they need um, based on where they live. Let people come to you and tell you what they would like to have and then make sure that you're qualifying them appropriately for whatever the product, whether it's a mortgage, whether it's a credit card, whatever it is in the financial services space. Um, Just making sure that you're giving them an opportunity to come to you and not just making um, upfront assumptions about whatever is happening in their space and just being proactive. Um, Understanding what is happening, uh, following what's happening in the news and every place else, and make sure that you're putting your best foot forward to be a good steward for your company by being proactive. And don't put yourself in a situation where you have to be reactive because something occurred in which you were not prepared for. Yeah, absolutely. There was that CFPB bulletin that came out, I feel like almost a year ago, unprepared and unacceptable. And although it was almost a year old, it still feels like it rings true. It rings very true. Um, And that was really um, focusing on fair servicing. And that's that's an area that, you know, the CFPB is looking very closely at. Um, I just, I was recently at um, the servicing conference and it was amazing to just be in the presence of, um, the servicers that are just really focusing on making sure that they're putting themselves in, you know, their company and their, their customers um, first. And I was very impressed with a lot of the folks that I had an opportunity to meet while I was at the conference. And um, I feel like, you know, servicing is definitely something that's being taken very seriously. Absolutely. And that's great that we're getting back to conferences. People can connect again in that way and help each other out. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I think it, it was a it was a rough period, you know. And so you had all of this time where you know folks were just distant from one another, couldn't be together, and so it's hard to collaborate when you're you're in your house and <laughs> all the folks that you would normally see at conferences throughout the year. They're you know not no one's getting together, but. It was amazing to um, be together with um, folks from the MBA conference this last um, few weeks ago. I'm looking forward. I think there's a couple of more that are coming up soon just to really reconnect with folks and to, you know, collaborate, which is always great, which is why when we started working on having roundtables and things like that, it was so important to just kind of create a space for folks to be able to get together. Absolutely. And help help each other figure out what other folks are doing and make a plan for moving forward. 
Absolutely. Especially in these times, because things mm-hmm. are things are evolving. Things are different. We're under a new administration mm-hmm. since the pandemic. So the priorities are different. So folks really um, need to use this as an opportunity to really, if they haven't already done so, hit that reset button. And um, as I always tell people, get that house in order and make sure that you're doing the right thing um, as a company um, now that you're able to go back into the office. Hopefully most people are getting back into their offices. I'm in the office this week. So uh, (laughs) just being able to have the opportunity to collaborate with um, the folks within your team is so important right now so that you can make sure that your business is best structured for success. I love that. I love the term, get your house in order. I think that's a great, <laughs> a great big overview of, of, uh, of this conversation. So thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Rhonda, for joining us today. For those of you who are interested in learning more about fair lending, all things regulation um, topics, and hearing from Rhonda specifically, you can subscribe to our blog at blog.performline.com. Rhonda, thank you so much for your insights as always. Ashley, thank you so much for having me on. And I know there's a whole lot of people that know so much more than me in this space, but um, you know what? I'm always happy to help our clients to um, put themselves in their best foot forward. So it's been my pleasure. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Comply Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the proactive measures you can take to stay ahead of fair lending compliance. For additional insights into all things marketing compliance, you can head to content.performline.com and be sure to check out the links and resources in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.